Okay, guys, so today we're sitting down opposite Tebby Rex. Lads, you want to introduce yourselves? What's up? Yes, you indeed. can go first on <laughs> <laughs> uh, We are Tebby Rex, um, aka Ireland's, well, North Kildare's number one interracial hip hop duo. Yeah. It's a it's a keen accolade we have. I think I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it now to like Tebby Rex, who your favorite rappers, least favorite rappers. Which is, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. I'm a, I'm a fan of that kind of that accurate, you know. Yeah, um, that hits a note. <laughs> I mean, it, it's true, yo. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty accurate, I would feel. But yeah, I'm Max Anger, Daffy, whatever, just person, guy. I'm just Matt. Although I've been recently, I, I always get referred to as Matt O'Boyle for music. Mm. I think it's just my Facebook name, but it's Matt O'Boyle. But this is fine. Yeah, but what do you prefer to go by? Because I'm I'm owning Matt O'Boyle now. Yeah. yeah, at first I didn't like it, but now <laughs> I, I just love stuck it. With you. You just <laughs> yeah. stuck with it. Alter egos, yeah. But you just have to be like hidden from people finding you, right? It's pretty handy, like when you Google Matt O'Boyle, nothing comes up but Tebby Rex. But if you Google Matt O'Boyle, this whole <laughs> it's portfolio yeah. pops up. That's man. It's and good though. Uh, how did you guys start out? When did you get together? So it was in college. Um, we both went to Maynooth University, and we were both heavily involved in kind of college life and societies and stuff. And there was a music competition on, and um, we both competed, and we were both there. And then afterwards, we I did like a big medley of songs. You did Breeze Blocks. Breeze Blocks, oh, yeah. Like, me and my friend Austin did Breeze Blocks. We did a little remix on it acoustically. Yeah, banger. I remixed like eight songs into one and cheated. And <laughs> Daffy often uses the term white privilege to discuss the fact that I came first and you came second, but it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. Isn't it? I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of, you know, uh, uh, listen. <laughs> I still play that same medley at some gigs, though. <laughs> it's a good medley, don't get me wrong, but I think it's eight songs. Like, it was like it went on for five minutes as well. Like yeah, it was yeah, five, six yeah. minutes. It, it was long. <laughs> like it definitely broke some rules. I feel to oh, whatever. Listen, uh, <laughs> well, that's how we met. <laughs> yeah, we'll not get into that. That seems to be it's like a civil, civil war issue there. Um, and in terms of influences and everything, I mean, I've seen like I mean, I was reading up on you guys, and there's a few people that liking you to challenge Gambino. Yo, I I always joke and say that I'm the new Gambino. Just because like I think Gambino is one of my heroes in the sense that he just does it all. Mm. Like he does everything. Like you know, when it comes to, like music and singing and acting and comedy. And I like people like him and John Green who are all rounders. Mm. So to be compared to Gambino is definitely like you know a massive honor. But also I think when it came to like you know li- I listened to a lot of Gambino, especially when I was like forming like my rap style and stuff. So um, I would say I'm a little bit less tongue in cheek than he is, but. It just kind of happens, like, you know, you sound like the people, you, you, you sound like people influence you a little bit and kind of like, you know, seek the way into the music. But hopefully, I don't become or I'm perceived to be a carbon copy of Gambino, because that's not what you want. You don't want to be like a, a less talented version of Gambino. Yeah, like that's the thing, when you're doing it as well, it's great, it's going to be likened to somebody, but you still need to keep that distinct sound, which I do think you guys have. I'll, it's such a nice... Um, mix like it's so eclectic, you know, the kind of hip hop mm-hmm. and then the pop uh, hook, hooks and everything mm-hmm. are so catchy. Um, but when it comes down to your influences, who is it that wouldn't have you got completely different tastes or are you guys similar in the stuff? That's kind of one of the things that actually brought us together was you put up a status on Facebook saying who likes the following artists and it was NERD, Childish Gambino, Chance the Rapper was a big one for me. It was like when Acid Rap dropped, and um, I just got really into. Chance to rapper at that time, and I was like, "That's the music I want to make. I want to make that exact thing." Mm-hmm. But I obviously didn't have that ability. <laughs> but melodically, that was really what I was into. So then we teamed up. Then we kind of started making that kind of music that I wanted to hear. Um, it was a nice mix of kind of alternative and hip hop. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Very good, very good. And yourself, same same styles. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I listen to everything though. So like. I think when it comes to rapping, funnily enough, the one person I try to take over most 
take over from or like you know be inspired from is Kate Nash because mm. Kate Nash just has a very like um, conversational way of singing and it's just very much like it's very personable to her as in like yo she'll like purposely not hit notes properly for it to sound as if she's talking and I really love that especially because I'm not necessarily like a fast rapper or even amazing with enunciating and flows so I just kind of like the idea of like really having personality come true with every single way you say a word with inflection and cadence so that's like weirdly enough a non-rapping person that I want to kind of tailor my music to and mm. like tailor from I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. One of my favorite moments on Twitter was, she liked, was when she liked a tweet of mine. I was, oh, yeah. Yeah. What tweet was it? Oh, it, was like, it was like two years ago. I can't even remember, but I screenshot it and I put it on Facebook. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, it's incredibly lame, but you know. Yeah. After that, I was, I was in Ibiza and I was outside his nightclub and I was like pretty smashed. I look at this chick and I'm like, you look just like Kate Nash. And she was Australian. She also had a very unique accent. I'm like, I love this woman. I just kind of followed her around for the night. And that was pathetic to some. I'm proud of it, you know? You know? Shifted Kate Nash lookalike. I'll take that. I'll oh, take well, that as a win. There you go. Take it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get on to the EP itself. Cool. When it came to the working towards it, how did you find the workload? In terms of um, managing everything? Mm-hmm. As well as recording the songs and the fear of releasing your work out there? Yeah, it was, it was a funny one. I suppose in preparation of it, we had so many ideas were coming through and the initial creation is always the funnest part and you get to like really click with some really good stuff and, um, and that was great. I suppose the only, we had, we had some timelines tonight and some pressures that way that, uh, that kind of brought me down. <laughs> but as, a, as opposed from an aspect of fear of putting your own music out, I didn't really have that too much. I was just really excited. I was really excited to get the feedback on it. Like if you put something out and it's bad, at least you know. <laughs> but it, that, that chance is completely worth it to put something out that people really like. And that's kind of the feedback we've been getting back. And people have been really listening to it, which is, which is just incredible to me. For songs we've listened to over and over and over again for the past few months. Yeah. So, because um, you have no idea. Once you put it out, you have no idea if it's good or not anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose, <laughs> you're completely lost in it. Yeah, I suppose it's the same as writing an essay and having to kind of zone in on everything that you don't even see it anymore. It's that age old thing of not seeing the wood for the trees. Like. Yeah. Um, when it when it like when it came to writing the songs and stuff, see, because like I said, I have I have absolutely no musical talent at all. <laughs> but when it came to collaborating with the two of you, how how long do you guys bounce your ideas off each other? I mean, we've been doing it for two years now, so for the most part, we're pretty much in sync. Mm. But unless I have like a pretty distinct idea for a song, or Matt has a pretty, pretty distinct idea for a song, we'll like I'll like find a beat or make a beat, and I'll just write myself separately. Completely, usually, what happens quite often is like we write ourselves quite separately to mm-hmm. each other. And it makes for a kind of, it can be almost mixed match the songs sometimes, but like that's the whole idea of the band, the whole idea of the music anyways. So like a lot of times we're just talking about different stuff and thematically it fits because yeah. like off the vibe of the music and like you know the vibe of the beat, we, we're kind of in the same place, mm-hmm. but we're just talking about completely opposite things that fit this overall arching theme. So even like, for example, Men Are Trash, which is just like, the concept of it is is a mini all like acknowledging like, you know, it's a very personal song for both of us, right? It's, it's kind of like a, almost an apology to everyone we dated and it's acknowledging all our faults. But I'm doing it in the idea of like someone who's like, I've done nothing wrong, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's like so much arrogance and ignorance in my verses where I'm just like talking and rapping, but it's like, this isn't a bad thing. Yeah, I fucked your sister, this isn't a bad thing. Why are you like, you know, complaining? Why well, Matsu in a way of like the kind of soft boy thing where it's mm-hmm. like, it's saying, here's all my problems, here's all my faults. I, you can't get mad at me if I do any of this stuff, you know? It's like, you can't get mad at me if I cheat on you because I told you I'm not emotionally available. So it's the exact same theme, but it's just very different approaches to it, you know? But it's like also probably two distinct kind of guys that girls have dealt with. The guy who's like, 
once they tell you, hey, I'm on motion available, they can do whatever the fuck they want from that mm-hmm. stage, like, you know, whatever. Or the guy who's just, like, kind of a little bit manipulative and just, like, you know, not very nice. I think, for the most part, that's also kind of who we are as people. To, like, an obviously exaggerated degree. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not, like... We, we like to think we're not the <laughs> depiction in the song. But, you know, there, there's some truth there in that. And yeah. it's just, like, it was, I, mean, it's, I was like, hey, we, I want to do a song called Man of Trash. And he'll write and I'll write. And then we'll come back and see... Mm-hmm. what we done and maybe we'll tweak some stuff but for the most part we just leave it you know the same leave mm-hmm. it as it is like yeah and with men, with men are trash <laughs> did you <laughs> did you find any um, backlash on for the title of the song even with that you, you'd be seen as fucking, like an SJW or mm-hmm. you're seen as on that has there been anything in terms of that or people just kind of reacted positively to it nothing much one, yeah. one, one tweet came in and yeah. some guy was like you wouldn't say women are trash you would, oh, right. you would promote a song calling women trash whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 I mean like I'm, I'm just like because I think the, the problem is though, this is the issue and this is what this is actually why I got very mad about it yeah. like if you listen to our songs we're really critical of people. We're really critical of people we dated. We're really critical of things we might see in society. And we're like, that's all musicians do. They critique stuff. They critique mm-hmm. stuff. And then as soon as you try to critique yourself or be honest with yourself, but hey, these are the bad things I have done. People are like, well, you're SJW. Like, yeah. I just called my ex a bitch in the last song and that was cool. Now I'm saying, hey, I also do bad things. Like, oh, you're sucking up to feminism. A feminist. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah. It's like, it is this weird thing of like, there is, and that's the problem with it where like, there is no people don't want to self reflect and they want to they don't want to look internally to themselves. They just want to critique stuff externally and like it's easy to like you know make songs about all kinds. Of, so I like make songs about racism. Like yo, I suffer from racism. I'm a victim, and then never acknowledge my own problems, my own like wrongdoings, which is just like you know it's bullshit. So people who are complaining about it are just like afraid of their own insecurities because they're like. I've never done anything wrong. Why would you make a song like this? It's nonsense, man. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid for people judging the song and not listening to it properly and not giving it the full chance it deserves because uh, I thought it would get some backlash because it was called Men Are Trash and people might be thinking that we're promoting that or that we're something that we're extremely proud of we're going to make a joke of this right. um, but uh, yeah it's kind of it is laid out pretty well in the song I think we made it make ourselves fairly clear but we do also <laughs> make a joke of it but like yeah. at the same time it's like you know because you, you can't we're not too serious and we're not overly no. serious people I think I never want to get on a soapbox apart from interviews and preach you know <laughs> um, and be like hey listen this is right this is wrong I, I hate that I, I hate I hate really preaching musicians um, so we want to talk about something but we couldn't be like here is everyday sexism and here are negative things so that's corny and I don't know if we have the voice to do that or we have like this serious tone because no. it'd be such a shift for us <laughs> to do that so we're like, okay, listen, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in our own way, same way we do all our own stuff. And like, yeah, man, just listen to it. I think there's something there for everyone, you know? There's something there, but like people are like, hey, y'all kissing up the feminists, or people might be like, hey, y'all are hoarding the movement. I'm like, we're just trying to do something for our, talk to ourselves. Yeah, basically. we're extremely transparent here. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very, um, very self aware. It's very self critical. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's 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 actually the funny thing I find. Is people are so afraid of accepting responsibility for their own actions yeah. that there's no problem in speaking outwards. But like you said, when it comes to reflecting upon your own mistakes and your own actions, people tend to shirk away and hide. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. When it comes to the final track in that EP, yeah, that's a real good puncher of a song. Man, thank you. Like yo, it's crazy. People are like, hey, it's a real good puncher. I'm, of a song. I'm crying to this. I'm like, yo, that's wild. Mm. That's yeah, wild. yeah, because it kind of comes. To be honest, it comes out of nowhere. Um, with the way with with the beats and everything that you have in each song and that lighthearted approach. When you get into that final monologue at the end, I remember hearing that I had 
when, when you guys launched the EP, I was listening to it on Spotify. It was literally up in my room, and it had the headphones on. I was listening, and I was just like, wow, okay, okay. And then it just went on. I was like, holy... So, do you guys want to talk about that? I know that's your personal mm-hmm. favorite, isn't it? Um, yeah, that was, like, my first time ever, like, co-producing track as well. So, mm-hmm. like, that was my baby. And plus, I, I you know... I'm very reserved rapping a lot of the times because that's how I am personally. But it's nice to kind of spaz the odds. I'm really just like shout and go for it. And it's funny though because I find with that song and I find with the whole EP as well, there was a nice build up to that moment because we're constantly hinting at it and we're constantly like kind of talking about these emotions of like, you know, really positive ideas and like really good feelings like pink and then really negative stuff like blue. And with like that song specifically, if you listen to like the rhymes, each bar is like kind of different. It's like really cocky, braggadocious rap, and then like you know, contemplating about contemplating like the fact that you're gonna die soon. And then it's like back to the chorus where like you know you hear your song on the radio and it's really happy. So that's we wanted that kind of mix of those kind of two feelings, those two emotions. I thought, what's the best way to end this? What's the, what's the best note to end this on? And my friend Cora, that's my friend Cora's story. It's not my story. She told me a story about what she experienced with someone that she was kind of like, you know, a friend of hers. So she's kind of seeing, dating, and like distinctively in love with. And I asked her a million questions. I went to get to like the root of this feeling. But more importantly, I'm like, what did this teach you? What did you learn from this? And it was just kind of like, shitty things happen, but you keep on going. I think that's the point of the song. That's the point of the monologue at the end. It's like, this is a terrible thing that happened. A terrible thing that happened to her. A terrible thing that happened to that girl's family. A terrible thing that happened to all her friends. And it's like, and that's bad. And you don't need to bury this person. You don't need to ignore them. And that's bad. But like, that's all in the past as well. You got to keep on moving forward. I think that's what this EP is about. Whereas it's like, the last year has been great. And it's been terrible. And if we dwell on either part, we might become egotistical musicians. We might become depressed and really unhappy. But you just got to keep on moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's about. Just like, you know, press on. The song, funnily enough, is based on... The name of it is based off the new John Green book. Once again, I love John Green. Which is Turtles All The Way Down. Where it's this girl who has like... Um, this girl who has like a, a mental... Uh, illness. illness or disability? Illness, yeah, right? So it's kind of like extreme, extreme OCD. So she'll get these thought spirals where she'll think about something. She'll think about, like, you know, the fact that, like, you know, our body is made of, like, 97% of micro microorganisms, right? That kind of, like, can make us, like, want to eat or make us, like, decide what kind of people we are. And this idea of, like, oh, you don't know what kind of person you are or who you are. And she'll get this, like, random straight thought. You ever get a kind of, like, intrusive thought where you're, like, oh, I should, like, throw, I should, like, throw my food on the floor or imagine if I drop this. And the girl, the main character, is written in such like a really distinct way where I've never, I've never really understood mental illness since I read this book. And this girl, the main character, is like spiraling into these thoughts. And they'll get like further and further and further down where she can't think about anything else. And she tries to ignore it and becomes this like obsessive thing where like, you know, you're, you're in the spiral or you're, just, you're caught up in this thing you don't know what to do. And I, I, this, I thought that was a, such like a scary thought or a scary idea. And that's why you want ducks all the way down to be that, where it's like, for the most part, the song spiraling, right? You're you're rapping, but these ideas of death keep on protruding. These ideas of wrongs keep on breaking through. Like mm-hmm. the happy lines, like one second's happy, that fiesta the wave. Next second, it's like I couldn't go to my friend's funeral, and you're spiraling, and you're spiraling. And I think the end of it is just kind of getting out of that spiral, like you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the concept behind it. And what about yourself? What's your favorite track on the EP? I actually, I've been going forward and back on it. Yeah. Um, I love I love pink. I don't know why I just love the vibe in pink so much. I think it's because when we first thought the concept for that, it, the words came to me in an instant. Like that, was, that was that song for me was written in I'd say less than twenty minutes. It was <laughs> probably way less than that. I don't know. I was, I just loved it. Um, but for that, we spoke about co-producing 
It looks all the way down. My first time co-producing was on Blue as well. That actually mm. was originally an acoustic song. That, oh, okay. uh, that kind of shaped up differently and kind of got built up differently. And uh, so that's really cool to hear that in full production now. Mm. And um, yeah, they're kind of addictive. They're addictive tunes, but the whole, the whole thing I love about Blue and Pink is that they're essentially about the, the exact same topic from two different points of view. So, so Blue is kind of, I originally wrote it because I was feeling so worried about maybe if you do achieve your dreams and say this, say this the whole thing took off and, and we'd be out there and what if I didn't like it? What if it wasn't for me? And what if it was a, just yeah. I felt different about it? Watch a lot Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bojack Horseman, yeah. What if you feel indifferent about the dream you had? And then you don't know. Then you don't know where you are anymore. Um, and then there's kind of another few things about what's going on in the current affairs today and current state of the today that was just really pissing me off. <laughs> and I just kind of felt like I was done with the whole thing. And then pink is the complete other aspect of it. It's like, what if it took off? And what if I loved it? Yeah. <laughs> and what if we're wearing for yeah. Gucci Mink coats? What if we're throwing out champagne? And what if it's just exactly everything you dreamed of and more? So and um, that's the whole the whole greed side of it as well. So um, and that then that. Kind of worked out nicely with the uh, with the EP cover. <laughs> yeah, the blue with So yeah, yeah man. does good work. Yeah, oh, beautiful. She does a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I actually have one of her pieces in in, in my room. The I saw that. That's piece. really good. Yeah, yeah, it's fast. And just a quick question as well on this: How have you guys found the support in terms of other artists and um, radio radio play and everything like that? I know mm-hmm. Louise Duffy had you guys on, didn't she? Um, yeah, she played it. She didn't have us on, but she played it. I think we have to go on there at some stage. It's weird because in terms of, like, I think it's really hit or miss. I think that's because, like, we're very much hit or miss. I think a lot of people don't like Matt or a lot of people don't like me. Um, just, and then, like, because we're directly opposite. So we, it's, mm-hmm. it's like we have to find that sweet spot where people, like, you know, mess with the both of us. So radio is quite good. RT is quite good. Like, you know, Today FM is quite good. Like, we got play on BBC there. And then some blogs and article sites don't really post us, but it's never something I'm ever mad about. Cause, like I've done music reviews for like the last three years or so. Like I understand just being like, if you don't like something, you don't like something. It's not yeah. personal. It's not a personal insult to you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. In terms of rap, it's weird because we're in Kildare or like you know Mead for Matt, you know Matt's mm-hmm. sake. So we kind of separated from the whole thing and the rap movement thing. So like we know people like um, like we I I, I kind of knew her Square growing up and shit. And, like, I kind of, like, know Mango. And, like, you know, Matt kind of knows Kojak. But we're also very much not in the thick of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's strange in a sense, like, these guys kind of knew each other growing up very closely. So they'll obviously support each other. And we're just kind of out here until yeah. they're doing mm-hmm. our own thing. And, but then we got Twitter support. So, you know, <laughs> like, we run Twitter. I think... <laughs> we run Twitter. I, I love that. I mean, in, in, ter- in terms of rap, I think we're battling out for Soleil. Because I think R&B, I just consider R&B a part of, the, like, the hip-hop. Mm. Uh, label because Soli does quite good on Twitter as well and she's popping off mm-hmm. but I feel like yeah you know so you, you build these other communities who like, do love your stuff like if someone doesn't like the music I'm not like mm, you're a dick like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're very meek and culty people yeah, like we're just kind of like that's okay you know it's fine I think that's an important part of the, of the band I think it's a really important part of having like a, a kind of a band brand like, they're not going to like both all members and they're going to take different bits that they like the most yeah, like I personally don't like myself, and I I always have listen to Daffy's bits, and I really like them in the car, and that's great. And then I personally also don't like Matt's bits. I don't like <laughs> Matt's bits. I'm gonna say it's so funny though, because like there was some girl and she was like, she tweeted, and this is the yeah. funniest story. She's like. Tevi Rex would be so good if it wasn't for that singer, right? Yeah, and like, I always turn it off when he comes on, and I was like, thanks for listening. Oh. And then, <laughs> then we retweeted it, and we were kind of like, yo, Matt flamed this thing, and she got real defensive. And we're good friends with her. No. <laughs> she came to the set of EP. I was like, hey, thanks for coming to the set. Like, she's been in this kitchen drinking with us and shit. And we're just like, yeah, I mean, listen, you don't have to love it, you know? You can like some stuff, you can hate some stuff. Like, 
we're good. like she's lending me a fur coat tonight to go to this gig like you know <laughs> so we're not we don't have that ego we don't ever really yeah. want that kind of music music yeah. ego yeah. at all that's, that's, that's music though you know it's like someone yeah. said to me before like man i really don't like your music and i was like oh okay cool what, what do you into anyway he's like oh, i don't really like rap music or hip-hop and i was like okay well then yeah yeah. No, that's good way to be though because it keeps you guys level. You know, you stay on the ground, you yeah. don't get carried away or whatever. And it is good, like I said before, to kind of have, um, not not to be consistently praised the entire time. It's like uh, whiplash, you know, yeah. that, that thing of like there's no two yeah. words. Uh, we're all you can't have everyone sucking your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <On> side. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be fucking nice. But nah, and, and on the real look, I think as well, it's just like it's so. I this is I was about to say I always say this but I'm actually now starting to say this I'm going to like brand this idea but 2018 is definitely the year that famous people realize that they're just people yeah. or rich people realize that they're just people because mm-hmm. you see the Harvey Weinstein's being torn down you see all these people being torn down and just like like basically saying listen you're no better than anyone else I think. Mm-hmm. That's so important because music and musicians, like even sometimes I'm like, I'm getting a creeping ego just kind of slide in there. But I'm like, who am I? Who is anyone? People can take it any power away, you know? That, that's the kind yeah, of thing today. All that, all that shit is fleeting. And once you realize that, it, it kind of like, it makes you level yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you think, okay, I mean, there's some people who should be treated like gods, like Kanye West. But everyone else is like, <laughs> you're, just, you're just a fucking person, you know? Mm-hmm. And once you start thinking you're bigger than a person, that's where shit goes. That's where shit goes south. I think that's why... Mm-hmm. We're good because like we don't let each other get that way, and like you know he'll be like, "That shit, that's a shit idea, that's a shit song," and I'll be like, "Yeah, you're pretty much right." Like we don't, you know, it's not that kind of vibe. Yeah, I really appreciate the kind of relationship that's there, is in the sense that um, Daffy is a real advocate for not su- like supporting your friends with honesty <laughs> and like and building a person as opposed to just dragging someone along through life, telling them, being the pat on the head, telling them they're okay. If you do something wrong, call someone out. Thanks for that. Often, not always. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's better to have someone like that, though. It is to have someone like that in your life because yeah. otherwise you're just going to think that you're the dog's box, you know? See, we, we all say this, but then when they're like, you know, when it comes to it, people just don't like it. Like, I just don't like it. Like, you know, <laughs> I, 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 read, I read the Golden Plague review. And I was like, this is true, but I'm upset about this. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, then, but then you just have to be like, this guy's just being honest and shooting from the hip. This guy or girl. I don't know if it's a guy or girl. Not this guy's name. Heteronormative. And this guy's just shooting from the hip and like, that's fine. That's good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like being real, because I think that's how you grow, especially because when it comes to music, I think music today is so much more than just like music. Mm-hmm. It's like it's mm-hmm. people. It's like brands and personality. And like you know, is this person cool? Is this person chill? Like you ever hear the rapper Russ? No. So Russ is the only rapper I've stopped liking after watching the interview because he is just the most childish, the most like entitled brat I've ever heard. Right. And because. He either basically like, he's like, all you guys need want to post me or play my songs while you guys want me on the radio. I'm like, that's that's what coming up is. <laughs> it's people not wanting your stuff, then wanting your stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, you you're like a millionaire and like you're doing really well. How can you be this bitter and jaded already? You know. Yeah. So I just stopped listening to stuff. I'm like, you're you're, you're too moany for me. I can't. You know. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, guys, do you want to give us a. Song? Yeah, yeah, do it. Just beatbox and shambo rap. I'm gonna beatbox. Okay, beatbox is gonna be pretty good. I haven't done that like this on the show before. Let's go. We're figuring this out. This is off the cup. We did not find this. Some a little slower, maybe. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yo. Hey. Hey. Uh, Pops, I was gay. 
I'm as happy as a wave. How many thoughts you'll save? How many thoughts bottle up? Purple wisdom double cup. Motherfucker, she a slut. Why you calling it a slut? What? Uh uh uh. Dutch courage from the course. Fucking slushy, yeah, of course. You an Irish, you a tyrant. Trying to fork with a trident. All the buses you riding. See, still full of death. Poor folks still in death. Damn right, she upset. Overeas, overpopulated. Old men run the conversation. Old man, he ain't what? Pickle Rick in the butt. Boy, you hella stuck up. But now ain't ever stop us. Show strong with the whites. I'm a ghost with mice. Red touch, funny, violent. And when, uh, why you rap so funny? Why you sound so weird? Why you are so awkward? Why you act so queer? Why you rap so funny? Why you sound so weird? Why you act so awkward? Why you... That was fast. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. The idea of even doing that like that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, man. Like, it's so cool. I should have used to do live. We used to do live freestyles. You'd like oh. take, take words in the crowd and like make a rhyme or Yeah. Rhyme. We should do that now, honestly. Because I, I shouldn't be writing, honestly. I'm going to freestyle this. We got time. Yeah, give, give us some words. Give us some words. Give us some, some themes, words and themes. Ideas. Three. <laughs> three words. Oh, God. Um, chair. Chair. Mm-hmm. We'll go for light. Oh, light. And we'll go for... Give us an overarching theme, something to base it around. History. Okay. Oh, Boom. nice. Oh, okay, right. Do you want a similar beat? Yeah, give me a similar beat. Uh, old girl the past, man, she was some history. She want to talk to your boy, but I am like a mystery. Turn the light on, I like it with the lights on. I'm a Parmesan cheesy boy, easy boy. Never pee me off, never pissed off, never stepping off, never left it off. Got the golden chair, got a golden mic, got a golden hottie, man, she want it right. Grab the mic, my pet one, two. Mic check, try, check, check, one, two. I am the number one, who is you? You is number two. I am the shit, man, fuck you. Busting off, coming off, off the top, man, he be rapping quick. I don't care the rapping boy, I don't care, he rapping sick. This is my future, back to the past. You is a loser, suck my ass, suck my dick from the back. When I rap, it's spectacular. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's that close. Uh, that's very yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was trying to do some rhythms. Ah, fuck that, bro. I forget all our songs for show tonight. By the way, I don't know the words to Icarus. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. You'll be fine. The crowd will help you out. Yeah, yeah man. Cool. Just, just give the crowd a show. Then show back at you. Tavi always says that for Icarus. He's always like, I always feel bad as a. As a hooked person, I do feel very guilty for the rapper that has all these lyrics. Like, Daffy oh. sent me, he's like, like we said, we're writing a song, and he sent me this really long set of lyrics and this amazing verse, and it was beautiful, so well written. And I was like, here's my uh, six line hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd be easy fire. Two of those lines are repeated, by the way, for emphasis. <laughs> I, I think a lot of it's also just like breath, you know, because like, yeah. we end shows, I'm like, Pouring sweat, and he's like, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, we wrote asthmatics, but he has an inhaler on the lady, like, it's like, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. But I've been working on that anyway, so asthma thing. I've been working on, you know, stamina. Mm. Um, guys, what about gigs coming up? I know you're playing tonight, obviously, that show, this isn't going to go out before then, so we can't have that. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not allowed to advertise other shows, anyways, man. MCD don't kill us. Okay. <laughs> uh, yo, so we have a headline show, mm-hmm. Workman's, March 10th. Tickets on Ticketmaster right now, selling like some hot cakes, you feel me, boy? Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be set up real pretty. It's gonna be set up very, very sensually, very yeah, nice. Very yeah, some very good support acts there. Yeah. Mm, who's yeah. supporting you guys? Can't say yet. Can't say yet. We'll put that on their wrap. It's better be like, nope. We can't do that. It won't be that hard to figure one of them out. Just use the most little bit of effort and time and you'll figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you know, you don't need me Sherlock Holmes to, you know, put two and two together, my nigga. Just <laughs> Jaden Smith, you know. Yo! <laughs> you got it right. I, I did a UCD debate, and the guy was like, and there's a comedy debate, and the guy's like, look at this Jaden Smith wannabe. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. That was the best compliment I could have given. Oh, bro, I mean, it's facts. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm going to be mad about him saying the truth. You get me? So. <laughs> we also have um, our first line of merch coming out very soon. Very good. That's an They'll good. be ready for the gigs. So there'll be a little shop there. Nice. And um, when you purchase it, you actually have this in my pocket. Conveniently, you got a little business card saying "Cheers, friend" with a little Teddy Rex duck. When did oh, you make amazing. that? I got that printed uh, last week. You uh, make? Did you make a bunch of them? Yeah. I was gonna write in the back. You should like tag yourself in your photos on Instagram and stuff. You know, free promo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good show. Derville designed this duck as well. Did she? Yeah. yeah. She's your official artist. She's like a resident artist. She, her mom calls us the hip hop boys. <laughs> you still working with the hip hop boys? <laughs> I wish I had more money so I could just have Dervlo on deck for everything. Yeah, you know? just keep her on the retainer. Yeah, honestly. This is cool. I like this. Cheers, friend. CD, I don't think she wanna see me. 2 a.m. phone beeping. Good chick, probably sleeping. Bad boy in the DM. Soft nigga, if you see him. I ain't see him in weeks. How stressed when he tweets. So depressed for the likes. Open up on these mics. Spill my guts in the pot. Man, I quit smoking pot. Life gone up in flames. Always hot on the beat. Be yourself over me. Same, just self fancy. Fame, open up another me. Dames, white coat in front of please. Hey, ghost writer, I'm a dream. Stay, black coffee with some free days. I ain't sleeping some days. I'ma die in a couple years. I'll admit I'm kinda scared. Fuck you, say no one's here. If you're talking money, then you should say so. If I'm talking funny, then I should say no. Wrote this in my car and now it's on the radio. Rolling around my town, rolling down all my windows. If you're talking money, then you should say so. If it's getting sunny, then I should stay gold. Wrote this in my car and now it's on the radio. You want another hit like one, two, three, go. Roll the so sincere, since you're true, let me dare I was broke from the jump, nah, 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 Trump Spoke some wisdom for your ears, most views and no one cares Best shows and no one cares, I guess it probably my hair But he gon' flame you in a minute, radio plays every minute Happy fairs for some dinner, cashing checks in the summer Buying furs in the winter, ugly face on TV I'm a HD sinner, I'm an A1 winner, hey, happy that fiasta wave, surfing thoughts in the day, wipe out when it's dark, I'ma watch Bran Stark, hope my dreams fall apart, hope my dreams shout too, had a dream maybe two, better yet it was three, actually man number four, now my words start slur, what you mean I had enough, my nigga died way too young, don't tell me what to do, couldn't go funeral, couldn't cry, couldn't show. Don't tell me what to do If you're talking money then You should say so If I'm talking funny then I should say no Wrote this in my car and now it's on the radio Rolling around my town Rolling down all my windows If you're talking money then You should say so If it's getting sunny then I should stay gold Wrote this in my car and now it's on the radio You want another hit like one, two, three, go Set.
Started out with nothing, still got some of it left Can you hear me running cause I'm coming next Do my 9 to 5 and then I'll play another set I'm pushing out a name that these people don't forget And then we get it going, it's like nah 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 When we hear it back they singing nah 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 Don't let it get too salty just like nah 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 And then it's all over like nah 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 Before you, I was kind of a bad person. I wasn't like a monster or anything. Just, you know, selfish and arrogant and loud. God, I was fucking loud. I didn't really understand people or like the ways they felt. Like if I was being brash or outspoken, I wouldn't realize I was being rude, you know? I didn't realize how I affected others until I saw effect you have on me. So September, some of the heat from summer decided to stick around. I'm after skipping two eyes, there's a couple new people in my class who hadn't been there the year before, the mysterious year above. And you. I forgot my glasses one day, I can't see for shit, so I stayed at the front of the class. And there you were. I guess you were always there, in the background, I just never noticed you. It's funny. You were always too quiet to notice, and I was always too loud to miss. At first I thought, okay, you're hot, nothing different from everyone else. But the more classes we had together, the more conversations, I started to feel this shift from being like, you're a stranger to, I actually like this person. Before you, I was insecure. I felt like a nuisance to everyone around me. I was a stone-cold realist, not too happy, not too sad. I adapted to a world of mediocrity and I was safe. Safe from being something worse than ugly, something worse than worthless. Before you, I had no reason to be scared. These days I'm always scared. You're the most nourishing thing I'd ever experienced. You're honestly the most amazing person I ever met. You're the kind of person who would've been popular if you chose to, but you didn't. You were shy, closed off, and refused to do small talk. You'd keep to yourself drinking cans of monster, constantly doodling God knows what. You weren't cool or even chill. You were constantly moaning, oh my tea's not right, oh I'm too cold. The world has so much control over you. The good things made you ecstatic and the bad things made you upset. But you weren't scared, you cherished these moments. You loved being outside, you loved animals. You actually loved going on walks on the beach like a crazy person. I think you loved me. I hope you did. I think you always knew you were gonna kill yourself. Like somewhere deep down, I think you just knew. I wish you gave me a heads up. I don't think I could have saved you. I don't think I could have untied that rope. I just, I just wish I knew. But this isn't about regret. Before you doesn't matter. You're gone. I had to learn to live without you, to have a piece of me die and pretend like I'm still living. To find any reason to get up every morning. That's we searching for any excuse to keep going. You show me to take the world for what it is. It's not perfect. You're not perfect, and yeah, it's safer to feel nothing, but I want to smile when things are good, I want to cry when they're bad, I want to feel things, me and you taught me how to love someone, losing you showed me I can't love everyone, and sometimes when I close my eyes, I can still see that cute nose, 
dyed hair, the short pixie cut, the dark clothes and the even darker eyes. If I close my eyes, I can still see a world for you. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much for having me down. Thank and you. And best of luck with the gig and working. Thank you very much. All right. See you Cheers. later. Bye, guys.